Your ability to succeed in marriage is making God the head of your relationship. Hi everyone and welcome to Fusion Marriage Podcast with Madonna. This is where I'd like us to take the opportunity to discuss how to draw closer to your spouse by drawing closer to God, how to bring up children in the family, the God kind of way, finances, in-laws and so much more. I've been married for 13 years and counting by God's grace and I'd like to share some of my experiences and challenges and how I've learned to overcome it through prayer and the word of God. I hope you find these podcast sessions useful. Thank you. Welcome to today's episode, Offence and its Effects in Marriage. This is part one of a two-part series on offence, and in this episode, I will talk about the effects of offence in marriage, and in next week's, talk about how to deal with offence. So what is offence? Offence is an act or a series of minor acts or omission which builds up to sometimes cause hurt feelings, anger, hatred or even bitterness. Let's read Hebrews 12.15 in the Amplified Version. Exercise foresight and be on the watch to look after one another, to see that no one falls back from and fails to secure God's grace, in order that no root of resentment, rancor, bitterness or hatred shoots forth and causes trouble and bitter torment, and the many become contaminated and defiled by it. This scripture encourages us to exercise foresight when it comes to the topic of offence. Foresight is basically the ability to predict what would happen in the future. So in our marriage, We need the ability to predict situations that are likely to breed offence and avoid them and also look out for one another so when these situations occur, we don't fail the test. Imagine driving down the motorway and a driver overtakes you and insults you. Immediately you get upset but give yourself a minute or two, you forget about it. Let's flip the table around. And imagine after a misunderstanding with your spouse, you greet them in the morning and they ignore you. Straight away, you get offended, you feel hurt and disappointed. And this feeling stays with you a lot longer. It may even go into the archives. Why is this so? It is mostly those very close to us who easily offend us because we expect a lot from them. There's this hidden feeling of entitlement in most of us that our spouse should be the last person to hurt us. But remember, marriage is a union between two imperfect people who are striving to live in harmony by God's grace. Sitting at inactivity is now classed as the new smoking in society, as this is the cause of most illnesses. And in my opinion, offence and bitterness in a Christian marriage is a new adultery or physical abuse. As Christians, we may not easily succumb to adultery, so the devil has now deceived us to put up with offence and bitterness, which can also easily cause separation or divorce in marriage. From Hebrews 12.15, we see that when we allow the root of offence to shoot forth in our marriage, we fail to secure God's grace, it causes bitter torment and we become contaminated by it 
and I'd like to talk about this in today's episode. Let's start off with failing to secure God's grace. Grace is the unmerited favor and the unconditional love of God. In marriage, we desperately need the grace of God to be able to stay together through better or worse, in sickness and in health, till death do us part. There's no way two imperfect people from different backgrounds can come together and stay in unity without the grace of God at work. It is this grace that helps us to love our spouse unconditionally. It's this grace that gives us the wisdom we need for our marriage. And it's this same grace that makes us humble. And this grace that allows us to forgive and let go. From Hebrews 12, 15, we see that if we allow the roots of offense to shoot forth in our marriage, we fail to secure the grace of God. We need to stay married. And the devil knows this, hence throwing several darts of offenses at us. Once you allow offense to take root on your heart, the devil feeds it and constantly replaces the issue in your mind till it consumes you and then you start harboring bitterness. The parable of the unforgiven servants in Matthew 18, 21 to 35 shows us how God sees us when we don't let go of offenses. Jesus tells the story of a servant whose massive debt is forgiven by the king but refuses to forgive a smaller debt owed to him. This is exactly who we become when we hold on to offenses in marriage. Could the offenses that we are holding on to be blocking God's grace for our marriage? Dear listener, when the seed of offense is sown, please don't nurture it. Have foresight. Immediately ask God in prayer to help you to let go and forgive. Now let's move to the next effect of offense, which is bitter torment. From the same parable of the unforgiven servant, we see at the end of the parable that in anger, his master handed him over to the tormentors, so he paid his debt. Being offended is like sentencing yourself to jail, to be tortured by the offense until you forgive. When you hold on to offense, you end up robbing yourself of peace, joy, and happiness. Please know that offense is not something to play with or to take lightly. This is also one of the deceptions of the devil. Let me tell you this story. In the late 70s, there was a political uprising in a certain African country, and many atrocious things happened. Many years down the line, a reconciliation committee was set up to hold public hearings to establish the scale of the past injustice. Whilst one of the victims retold his story, he collapsed and shortly after died. The victim was able to survive the injustice of the past, but he had held onto the offense over all these years and the pain caused retelling the story cost him his life. This is the extent to which offense can go. We may go through a lot as a couple, survive financial difficulties, survive childlessness, difficult in-laws, but offense may be the last straw that will cause you to throw in the towel and walk out of your marriage. When you're offended, feelings of anger, irritation, and sometimes self-pity arise whenever you see your spouse. Sometimes you can't even move about freely in your own home as you try to avoid crossing each other's paths. 
This is the bitter torment I'm talking about. You are now a prisoner or puppet to the offense. Your behavior, mood, and thoughts are all subject and controlled by the offense. Dear listener, you have the power to let loose and break free from this self-imposed sentence by just letting go and forgiving. You see, our life is just a fleeting breath and time lost can never be regained. So please, don't expend precious moments with your spouse on holding on to grudges because you would never get that time back. The last effect of offense is, and based on Hebrews 12 is that we get contaminated by it. Contamination is making something impure and harmful. The story of David and Nabal in 1 Samuel 25, 7 onwards reads, When your shepherds were with us, we did not mistreat them, and the whole time they were at Carmel, nothing of theirs was missing. Ask your own servants, and they'll tell you. Therefore be favorable towards my men, since we come at a festive time. Please give your servants and your son David whatever you can find them. When David's men arrived, they gave Nabal this message in David's name. Then they waited. Nabal answered David's servants, Who is this David? Who is this son of Jesse? Many servants are breaking away from their masters these days, you know. Why should I take my bread and water and the meat I have slaughtered for my sharers and give it to men coming from who knows where? David's men turned around and went back. When they arrived, they reported every word. David said to his men, Each of you, strap on your sword. So they did, and David strapped his on as well. This story shows how offense can contaminate you and make you potentially a harmful person, even when you have the right to be offended. David was offended by Nabal's word and planned to take revenge by killing every male of his household. But thank God for Nabal's wife Abigail, who calmed David down and stopped him from murder. What I'm trying to highlight here is, prior to the offense, David was a lovely man who looked out for Nabal's shepherds. But after the offense, this sweet guy quickly seeks revenge, which could have been very bloody. Please don't allow offense to take root in your heart. It only leads to malicious thoughts of revenge, which will contaminate you. Mostly, we try to undo the offender when revenging. But by doing this in marriage, the effects only come back to you as you tend to seek for evil rather than good of your, the good of your spouse. I once heard of an offended wife who threw their rings out of the car whilst her husband was driving because she was offended. In the end, they had to spend money to buy her another ring. Dear listener, on this long marital journey, you may be the one offended today. But remember, tomorrow you might be the offender. So always be gracious when dealing with the other half when they offend you. In life, we have many choices and I encourage you to always choose not to be offended. You hold the key to your heart, so please don't allow offense to take roots in it. Please fall back on Hebrews 12.15 and ask God for the grace to have foresight and be on the watch for offenses so that you don't fail to secure God's grace for your marriage, live in bitter torment and become contaminated by it. Thank you.
Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed it and see you on the next Fusion Podcast. Thank you.